this episode of my last two brain cells. Yeah, I did immediately have a panic attack right after Madison that. Madison did have a panic attack, not because of the Vatican, but because she mainlined a uh, packet of Alani New with yeah. like one ounce of water and then didn't drink any more water for three hours. Yeah, you guys, I'm trying to weed myself off of energy drinks because so, I think I'm yeah. addicted to Turn, that. Turns out Madison doesn't do well with caffeine. But she- Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my last... Oh, oops. <laughs> oh, it's been so long. I forgot how to do we it. We literally have an intro. We <laughs> Okay, let's Hello, do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to My, my Last Two, two brain, cells. brain Cells. I'm your host, Maddie Morris. And I'm also your host, Elliot Morris. And we are so excited because for the last month, you guys have been begging me to put out our Italy itinerary because we took a month off, you guys. We took a month-long break, something we haven't done in a very, very, very long time. A little time. hiatus, perhaps? A little hiatus, if you will. And I did post some pictures and videos from our trip and Elliot planned it so perfectly. I, there is a fudging fly fly in this house and he's going down and he's going (laughs) down. Um, and, uh, we were gone for a whole month. We did, uh, we did five places in Italy and then a few days in Paris and we had the best trip ever, but I cannot take credit for it. I was a professional passenger princess. Elliot planned the entire thing, um, because I was busy and I didn't want to. And, um, Elliot has a little bougier taste in travel than I do. And so I just gave him the task of planning our Italy trip. And he said, say no more. I got you queen. So if you want to plan a pretty princess vacation in Italy and it's been on your bucket list, you want to go all out, you want to hit all the places, you want to see all the sites, do it really, really well. Um, then we have an itinerary for you because there's not a single thing that I would change about this trip. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You would go to all the same places? All the same places. I would have spent like a little more time in some and less time in some, yeah. but like I am so glad you planned it exactly how you did. Yeah, it's good we hit all the places. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I get that. so first things first. Um, how do you feel after a month and a month of being away and finally being back? I'm excited to be back and to be like working on stuff again. Yeah, I definitely was ready to be home I felt, because I felt a renewed sense of vigor for working on the company yeah i just had we have a lot cooking up for you guys right now okay we're cooking and we were cooking in italy too we were but now we're back in the kitchen we're back in the kitchen honey um so first thing we did was we flew into rome so we took the pod flights we took the um business class where you're in the pods in the front and i've never done that in my entire life my only regret about the pod seats is that now i i can't go back I'm an econ- now we have to go that way. We have to fly that way every time. I'm an economy girly. I would have had us in row 35F. Um, so this was such a tree. I felt like... Oh, it was so good. I was snug as a bug. I have never not wanted a flight to end before. Okay, and so... I, I, wa- I wanted to stay up there forever. I was like, can we, can we do a couple more laps? Can we do a few more laps in the sky? Tell them about Rome. Okay, so Rome, uh, incredibly historic city. Um, beautiful. We stayed at Villa Agrippina. Um, it was Emperor Nero's mother's villa um, back in Roman times. And then they turned it into this very nice hotel. And it was really nice because it was right in the middle of the city, but it had a little bit of, um, it had kind of some grounds. And so it didn't feel super crowded. It was kind of up on a yeah, hill. Yeah, it had pretty gardens, a nice it pool. It was nice, great place. Um, Rome was uh, very uh, crowded and very toasty and a little bit humid 
but the history was incredible. Uh, we went to the Vatican and that was absolutely insane. Um, if you're ever in Rome, if you go to Rome, if you take our advice, you, you do this, uh, itinerary, I cannot recommend enough the key master tour of the Vatican. It was like a once in a lifetime experience. So it the was incredible. few things that we did in Rome was number one, we woke up extremely early every single day to yeah. miss the crowds. And we, well, I mean, we were just hella jet lagged. Yeah. So, so we our were bodies just, like, naturally, naturally woke us up but at like 4am. That was 4 honestly so good. Like I would do Rome first every time. Cause it's like you, yeah. you're so jet lagged, like and try and use the jet lag so that you like stay up until like 8 PM when on the day you get in, even though you'll like want to sleep at like 1 PM stay up till eight, just go to bed and then wake up at like five and then you can go everywhere and there's nobody. We went to the Pantheon. It was empty. Yeah. We went to all the beautiful fountains. We saw the fountains. We saw Piazza Navona. It was absolutely beautiful and there was not a soul. So I highly recommend getting up early in Rome. And yeah, second day, um, Elliot had booked what was called the Key Masters Tour, the Vatican. And you literally go on a tour. I think it started at 6 a.m. So we started walking at, you know, 5.30 a.m. And you show up. There was a group of about 20 people. Uh, Most of them were homeschool families. And uh, you literally go through the Vatican with the men that open up all of the doors to the Vatican. And there's how many doors? Uh, Oh, there's like... uh, Thousands or hundreds? No, it was uh, 1,700. 1,700 doors, I think. Um, and, and each of us would get a key and would get to open all of the doors. So we opened like 60 of them. Isn't that with crazy? The, with the key master's tour. And yeah, we were the first ones in every room. Everywhere was entirely empty. And it was also really nice cause it was like early in the morning. So it wasn't as hot as it is during the middle of the day. Like most of the Vatican doesn't have AC and like, I could not imagine, I could not imagine being there in the middle of the day in the summer with the crowds. Oh and I not, appreciate history and love history so much, but um, there was a lot of like kids and older people on the tour and they were like stoked about, you know, opening the, the doors with the keys. And so I was like, oh, it's fine. Like I'll go last or I won't even go at all. It's fine. I don't really, you know, care about holding the key. But then we get to the very last part of the tour and all the keys were used up. And so I was like, oh, it's totally fine. Skip me. Like, I don't care. But then we got to the Sistine Chapel, the famous Sistine Chapel. And they said, okay, who's left? Who wants to turn the lights on in the Sistine Chapel? And that was like the grand finale. So I did get to turn the lights on in the Sistine Chapel. That was crazy. And it was beautiful. Oh my gosh. Michelangelo popped right off. Goated. Goated <laughs> artist. No one's talking about that, but that guy, Michelangelo, <laughs> he was pretty good. Do you think that his friends came in while he was working and they were like, bro, you popped off. <laughs> bro, you didn't have to go you that hard. You did not need to go this hard. It was insane. It was absolutely beautiful. People were weeping. Yeah. Um, and it was- then it's like the most beautiful room in the world. Yeah. I did immediately have a panic attack right after Madison that. did have a panic attack, not because of the Vatican, but because she mainlined a, uh, packet of Alani new with yeah. like one ounce of water and then didn't drink any more water for three hours. Yeah. You guys, I'm trying to weed myself off of energy drinks because so, I think I'm yeah, addicted to turn, that. Turns out Madison doesn't do well with caffeine, but she, she is addicted to it. But I really it. like caffeine. If you guys remember from my like 2018 hustle and grind lashing era, I would drink a bang energy drink at the so start of the bad. day and I would take 12 clients and that's just what I would do. And I think I'm slowly entering that era again and I need to stop you it. You need to stop. I need to stop it. It's so, not healthy. Um, they don't have Alani new energy drinks in Italy. So obviously. Madison brought the packets. So I bought Alani new packets from amazon and right before the vatican tour behavior yeah it is and so right before the vatican tour i'm self-aware i i just took an alani new packet you know straight to the dome 
and no water and my whole body was just like tingling like I, I could feel the blood underneath my skin and I'm in the Vatican and it's hot in there and I couldn't imagine being there when it's crowded luckily and luckily I just the panic attack luckily it happened after the Sistine Chapel oh so it was we got through all of the tour and then it happened like right at the end it was so. awful it was awful and um I am prone to like a little bit of anxiety but I think just being in like uh crowded like overstimulating places yeah because by the end of our tour that's when people actually started showing up because so the tour is like from six to eight and the vatican opens at eight so by the end of the tour people like started coming in and start it gets crowded fast too like yeah the the key masters tour it's expensive it's like 450 bucks a person it so it's totally, not cheap but it, it totally is worth it, it. like you'll look at it and you'll be like no way a tour is worth 450 bucks no like it is it is the only it's like an entirely different place when it's empty. It's probably it's, one of the only tours that is worth that. That No, absolutely. I don't think any other tour in the world is probably worth 450 bucks, but that one absolutely was. A tour of Lightheart. <laughs> yeah, a tour of Lightheart. No. We, we are doing Lightheart tours for $500 per person. <laughs> Those are for you. Just ask me. Um, but then the next day in Rome, we did a driving tour, and that was amazing. So we... That was nice. Uh, Where'd you, where'd you book that on? I booked it through Viator. Viator. It was great. Uh, yeah. And you just get a private driving tour and you hang out. It was called the, the Hidden Rome private tour. Hidden because Rome. one of the things, one of our, our strategies for this trip is I was trying to avoid the crowds because yeah. we were going during the high season. Everyone's like, oh, August, that's when everyone goes to Italy. Like it's going to be hella crowded. And so I was like, okay, well then we'll just book things that are like, not where the crowds go. So we booked like the Vatican before it opened so that we were going to miss the crowds there. We did the hidden Rome tour, yeah. which is like, um, the, I was just looking on like different websites to try and find a tour that we could do. And this one was like, Oh, it'll take you to all these like hidden places that are like not the kind of tourist destination. So we didn't see the Coliseum. We didn't see the Trevi fountain. We didn't go to any of those, like, Oh, you got to see this place. Cause it's like, yeah, I've seen so many pictures of the Coliseum. We drove past the Coliseum. We drove past it. It's a lot smaller than I expected. I guess I guess a lot of people say that, but but I loved all the little tours we went but, on and yeah. getting to see the streets that no one would. Yeah, you the know, tour was, was great too because our our tour guide was awesome. He'd like lived there for thirty years. He was super nice and he lived um, in an apartment in Rome. Yeah, and he took us and and the great thing about like doing like a private driving tour is that you can just like stop whenever you want you don't have like a schedule which is great and so i definitely think it's worth like paying the extra money to do that because like per person it ended up being like 150 bucks a person to do this like private all-day driving tour which isn't bad um especially because we were the only two doing it and um and he was so nice he was we so spent nice. all day with him and we were just like hey could we like get some good espresso and he was like oh yeah let me just pop over to like my favorite place yeah. and so we did and it was incredible espresso and um yeah so we went we saw the catacombs that were like the christian catacombs from uh like the like 400s through the 1200s like super cool um, there was like a bunch aqueducts. of popes buried there yeah we visited the aqueduct that was really cool where else did we go oh we went to uh the ragazzo we went to i the think most... it was the ragazzo it's like this little like bohemian neighborhood yeah it was really we cool. went to the most beautiful old cathedrals oh and yeah we went to uh it was right in the heart of rome oh i forget what it was called but it, oh we went to this like uh chapel where they had uh like this orange grove in the back where the orange trees were all like clippings from this orange tree that was like 2000 years old yeah. super cool um but yeah that was that was a great tour i really like that so rome was good um we saw like a ton of history and it was cool but i would say like 
two days in Rome is probably enough. Like you do the Vatican one day, you do like a driving tour the other day. And then other than that, there wasn't a whole lot else. Yeah. Like, like I, you it's, could, it's you could nice do a lot. walk around there. If you're yeah. super into history, like there's a ton you could see, like you go to some of the museums, you like see a bunch more, but like for us, I feel like we saw the, the, some of the big things like got some history and then, then we, we moved on. And then we moved on to the Amalfi Coast. Is that where we went next? Yeah, we went to the Amalfi we Coast We went next. to the Amalfi Coast, and we stayed gorgeous. in a town called Meta. And Meta was... Just um, south, or just east of Sorrento. Sorrento, yes. Um, so the Amalfi Coast is what you see on Pinterest. Positano, Capri, Sorrento, all those so beautiful like islands. Amalf- the town of Amalfi, the town of Positano are like, those are the places everyone talks about. They're super crowded, super expensive. Sorrento is a town. It's a lot less crowded. It's still a really nice, very beautiful town. Lots of beautiful hotels there. Um, but we stayed kind of next to Sorrento. It was like a, about a 10-minute train ride from Sorrento, so pretty close. And um, we just the reason we stayed in Meadow was because we found this uh, really cool little boutique hotel. I posted lots of pictures of mm-hmm. it. It was the one with the pool, the infinity pool oh. that looked out over the ocean, the cliff. It, it was, was beautiful. Sick. It was called, I'm going to be mentioning all the names for you guys. Yeah. So write this Lacqua down. By the Lacqua sea. by the sea. L-A-C-Q-U-A. They, yeah. They have six rooms total and each room has its own like private pool that like overlooks, like you just have this glass like oh balcony that overlooks this cliff straight to the ocean it was oh, stunning it was and the, and the people working there were so unbelievably kind the oh. people in italy were so nice well yeah especially the people at all the hotels we stayed at like all the everyone who worked at all the hotels was so kind so kind they're fantastic i'm really glad that elliot learned a little bit of italian before we went because some of them actually thought that he spoke italian like you yeah. would say a few things and then they would start having a conversation yeah, and with i'd you. be like oh no and no, you'd no. be like oh no no that Parlo is all poco i know italiano. Parlo poco italiano. <laughs> uh, so l'acqua by the sea was gorgeous what we did staying in sorrento was we rented a boat uh and that was the boat that was we oh that was so good we'll we didn't rent the boat. We chartered the boat, chartered the which boat, yeah. that was the move because we, so in Italy, you can rent a boat that's up to 40 horsepower if you don't have like a captain's license. Um, or obviously you could charter a boat with, with a captain that's like any size. Um, and so we chartered uh, a boat that was, um, it was a little bigger so that we could get um, across the ocean. Like, so we wouldn't be as hit by the waves. Um, and it was so nice chartering a boat because our, our captain was fantastic. We sailed to Capri um, or Capri. Um, and it was an incredible like sail around Capri. We, we sailed there. It took about 30, 45 minutes to get to Capri. And then we Some got of off. the most beautiful ocean I've ever seen in my life. Oh too. my gosh. We got off. We, um, we didn't actually go up to like the town of Capri, which uh, is where you're supposed to go. But there was like a big long line for the gondola up to like the actual town. So we just kind of stayed near the coast. We went to the, we sat on the beach for a little bit. Um, we were just hanging out and then um, we got back on the boat and then we sailed around the island and that was gorgeous. Oh my gosh. The Beautiful. cliffs. You go check the, out all the little caves. Yeah. Yeah. They, he took us to like all the little caves. There's like, there's like the green grotto, the blue grotto, the uh, waterfalls. Yeah. There's little waterfalls. There's like uh this one cave where there's uh it was like the white grotto 
and they it's just all different colors but the the white grotto they're like oh it's named that because there's like a uh rock formation of like the virgin mary at the top and it was like you look at it from a distance i'm like okay i can kind of see it what i love about italy is everything even in the coastal towns everything is so old everything is just absolutely ancient and it's so beautiful and so cool um and then after we did the boat tour um we spent didn't we spend a day in Positano and Amalfi? Oh, we did the driving we tour. We did again. a drive we did another driving tour. Yeah. Um and okay. Also, I highly recommend there's some places in Italy where you can rent a car and it's cool. The Amalfi Coast is not one of those. Do not rent a Do car. Do not rent a car. We rented a car on three separate occasions. Yeah. But the Amalfi Coast, the driving is nightmarish. It is so bad. The roads we, are not made for cars. No. So everyone's no. driving Mini Coopers and Fiat. Yeah, and so we we did a driving tour of the Amalfi coast. And it was, it was really nice. It was a bit like windy. I got a little bit car sick because just the roads there are just like, you're just winding along the, these tiny mountain roads. Like you got cliff on one side, mountain on the other side. It was crazy. But, um, we went to Positano Amalfi and then we went to the town of Ravello and write that, that down and go. If we didn't stay at Lacqua by the sea, I would stay in Ravello, Ravello if we went to the Amalfi Coast. Beautiful little oh town. Oh my gosh. Gorgeous little town. There was no one there. Mm-hmm. It's like not crowded at all. It's it's not on the water. And that's the reason it's not super popular, is because it's not it's like on directly cliff. on the coast, but it's like on a mountaintop, like overlooking the Amalfi Coast. And oh my gosh. It was it's just a perfect, beautiful little town. Like all the buildings are gorgeous. There's all these little tiny farms all around. They're growing grapes and and tomatoes and just like oh, it was it was incredible. The Ravello is like it was one of the most beautiful towns we visited. Like the views were incredible because you're looking out over the entire Amalfi Coast, over the ocean, and um, we went to actually a really good little cafe um, in Ravello. Got lunch there and. It was crazy too because we went to this cafe like we went right at noon and there was no one there and the the cafe all the tables were directly like overlooking like just the most gorgeous view i've ever seen it was awesome ravello goaded town um (laughs) i would stay there um or i would stay in like sorrento or or meta lacqua by the sea those are all positano and amalfi were beautiful but they were very crowded and lots of stairs and one of my best friends was in positano the same time we were um and her airbnb was 20 flights of stairs to get to the airbnb with suitcases i wouldn't stay in positano i would not do it and it's so expensive like yeah uh lacqua by the sea where we stayed it was like 400 bucks a night which for that nice of a place is not bad no, it um, was and so the nice. reason it's 400 a night is because it is in like Meta, which is like not a touristy town, um, and there isn't a whole lot to do like in Meta, so you kind of need to go to Sorrento or or yeah, other places. Yeah, there's nothing to do. But oh, but the hotel itself was just gorgeous. So I was like, oh, this is so worth being a little bit out of the way just to be in like such a nice place with such an incredible view. Because it's like we wanted to stay in the hotel like a bunch because we could just stare at that view all oh, day long. Yeah. So that was nice. So Amalfi Coast. Super cool. Um, and then um, instead of like continuing south, we actually went uh, north. Um, so everywhere, every time we were traveling between like major cities, we took the uh, the high speed rail, which was super convenient. Um, we didn't have any issues with it. So we took the 
um, going down to the Amalfi Coast, we took the uh, train from Rome to Naples, and then we got like a private transfer from Naples to Amalfi. Um, and that private transfer was actually one of the most expensive ones that we did. I think it's just because the Amalfi Coast is like so touristy. Yeah. Like I actually kind of liked expensive. taking the trains. Yeah, the trains were trains were good. I didn't mind um, them at all. Yeah, they weren't bad. It was it was kind of like a plane, honestly. It's similar vibe, but more spacious, which was nice. Um, we did the uh, business class seats on the train, which are like, it's like an extra 20 bucks a seat. So you're paying like 140 for both of our seats instead of like 120. So it wasn't a big difference, but it was it was much nicer. Like the seats were a lot more roomy. Yeah, so, I love the train because you feel so mysterious. You know, you're <laughs> looking out the window. Yeah, that was nice. Um, yeah, you felt mysterious. I did. I felt very mysterious. Um, and so then after the Amalfi Coast, we took the train from... Didn't we go to Florence? Yeah, Naples to Florence. So we went Naples through Rome to Florence. Um, and that was like two hours. So all these trains were like not long. Like Rome to Naples is like an hour. Naples to Florence is like two. Um, and then we, after Florence, we went Florence to Milan, which was like another two hours, mm-hmm. I think. Something like that. Um, but yeah, so we went to Florence and then we we weren't staying in Florence. We were staying in um, in Tuscany in the Chianti region um, at this hotel called Como, Como Castello. Castello del Nero. That place was nice. Oh, oh my, gosh. my heavens. That was like place a I've castle. ever stayed in my life. But yeah, we spent the day in Florence. Yeah. And we got a rental car there and we walked the streets of Florence and we saw all the beautiful cathedrals. Um, oh, yeah. We saw the uh, St. Peter's Basilica. Yes. I think it was. And it was gorgeous. Or no, St. Peter's Basilica is in the Vatican. I forget. It was the... Oh, I it was one. Of, it was. It's. It's a. It's gorgeous. Uh, cathedral. Big cathedral in Florence. It was like all this like green and white marble. There's it was really so cool. good shopping in Florence. Florence is like Florence. I think I would spend more time in Florence. We only spent like half a day ish in Florence. Um, I would definitely spend more time in Florence next time because it is. It was probably the nicest city that we went to. It I was think, in Italy. And then you guys, I had no idea what was coming next. I thought Tuscany. You know, I was just expecting us to stay in a regular old hotel that looked like an olive garden and wine country, you know, whatever. I did not know that Elliot physically booked this castle of a hotel. It was beautiful. Como Castello del Nero. If you go to my personal Instagram, Madison Ann Morris, I think I posted like nine photos from this place. It was gorgeous. It was out of control. It was so nice. And they also, when we checked in, they upgraded us to like this incredible yeah, why suite. why did they do that? Because, life hack, I booked... A lot of our hotels through our American Express, we have like the American Express Platinum card, which is like, it's like 500 something a month for the annual fee, which is like really expensive for a credit card. But if you get that, you can use the American Express Fine Hotels and Resorts like program. Um, You can book hotels through like Fine Hotels and Resorts. And when you book through that, you get like all these bonuses when you're... um, when you stay at the hotel. So like one is they upgrade your room whenever they have it available, which I was like, okay, we're not going to get any upgrades, but everywhere that I booked through American express, they upgraded our room. So that was super nice. Um, so I booked like a, um, regular room at this hotel and they upgraded us to this suite that was like $2,000 a night, like crazy expensive. And it was so nice. It, it had like a loft. It was like two story suite of a room. It was so nice. Um, and then you also get like free breakfast and you get like a hundred dollars of like credit. Um, so on our trip, just from like the on-site credits at the hotels we stayed at, we made, we saved more than like 500 bucks. So it like paid for the whole annual fee of the card. So if you're going to travel, I definitely recommend that credit card. It's super nice. Um, but 
But yeah, Como was del Nero. wild. We played tennis. We swam. We rented a car. We drove so nice. to all the little historical towns. Tuscany is the place to rent a car. Um, the driving wasn't too bad in Tuscany. The driving was beautiful. Yeah, it was it not was bad all at all. countryside. It was oh, so gorgeous. And also the property had multiple restaurants on it, and they mm-hmm. were all really good. Yeah. What well, should we should we talk about the food? Just a little bit. So okay, the f- we gotta tell I, you guys a secret, but no one's talking about it. I wait. We should call love, this episode "Breaking Our Silence." Oh, breaking our silence because nobody's talking about this. You I guys. love Italian food. I love it so much. It's the only all food my favorite that, restaurants in Arizona are Italian, and restaurants. it's always the one food that Ellie and I can always agree on. It's always good. I this is my hot take. American Italian food is better than Italian Italian food. <laughs> It's, it's, and it's not a taste thing. It's not a taste thing. Cause it's just, it, the food was mid. It wasn't that like, oh, they use all these flavors that I'm not used to. No, it was like, it was mid. The food was mid. (laughs) I don't get it. And you know I don't understand. And no one's talking about it. We went to so many restaurants. We went to mom and pop restaurants. We went to Michelin star restaurants. We went to tiny restaurants, big restaurants. They were all mid. They were all There was one restaurant we went to in Tuscany. Um, It was by Como. It was called Il Caratello. It was in this tiny little town. It was so good. It so was bomb. goaded. We went back there two nights in a row. And it's we went two nights in a row because like, it was the best place we went to. They had a little Italian grandma whipping oh, it up Oh, they had a the little back. Nona whipping it up and she knew how yeah. to cook. But everywhere else we went, it's like, it was mid. And it's not like, yeah. and it, like I said, it, I don't think it's a tasting because like the pizzas, for example, we, everyone like get pizza like every day for lunch. Every time we got pizza, we would get pizza for lunch. And also we got pizza for dinner a few times um, because like one of the things they say is that like you shouldn't get pizza for lunch because the ovens haven't heated up enough. Um, But even when we got pizza for dinner, everywhere we went, the center of the pizza was soggy. Every single place. And like that can't be a tasting. That's like objectively not as good. And I don't get that. Yeah. Like what what's up with that? Like good pizza places that we go to here, the center of their pizzas. They are not soggy. And it was really hard to find protein and good meat. Oh, it is very difficult to find protein there. Everyone there, exclusively carbs. Exclusively carbs. Yeah. The... When people cook for themselves in Italy, they'll do like pasta for lunch and then they'll do like meat and vegetables for dinner. But it's... It's kind of hard to find like... And okay, part of this is like a taste thing because like just some of the meats that they have there... For me, they're a little weird for especially like it, it was mostly it was mostly on the places like on the coasts, um, like when we were on the Amalfi Coast, when we were in Sardinia um, there, like everything is seafood and some of their seafood. It's just not for me and it could be good. Um, but like I'm not a huge fan of like octopus. I'm definitely not a huge fan of like anchovies. Um, unless they're like in something like a Caesar or they're like a very light supporting flavor. But when they're the main flavor, like it's just too fishy for me. Yeah. And so a lot of their proteins were like a little weird. Like we went to this, even in Tuscany, we went to, uh, this Michelin star place. It was super fancy. Um, this was at Como. Um, they had like an in-house like Michelin star restaurant. So we're like, Oh, we'll try it. Um, and their like signature dish on the menu was pigeon. And I was like, okay, this has got to be like a translation thing. Cause like they call prosciutto when they translate it to English, it's called raw ham. So I'm like, okay, this is probably just like a pigeon thing. It's probably like chicken yeah. or something. It's probably, it's probably like a, like Duck a quail. Yeah. Uh, that's what I assumed. It right. was like quail or something. But I, I asked them afterwards. I'm like, I'm like, cause so I ordered it. 
So obviously I got So obviously I ordered it. I didn't ask what it was. I was just like, oh, it's like their signature dish. It's like, it's pr- it's probably like quail or something. It's probably like chicken. Like, sure, I'll get this. Um, So I got that. And then it's small like a pigeon. And then also it was served medium rare, which. It was raw pigeon. Which is a little weird of a choice to me. <laughs> Like, I can get behind sushi, I can get behind beef tartare, but, like, kind of raw poultry, It the texture was a little weird. It The sauce they put on it, And Elliot is good. such a foodie, you guys. Like, you guys know I'm a little pickier, but Elliot is a foodie. Like, I don't think I'm a picky guy. Not at all. Elliot will guy. make anything, eat anything. He, he really, really... Um, like cares about food and culture and, and, um, but some of the stuff was a little out there even for yeah, me. Yeah. Every, it just was, it was really okay. It was really, it was okay. And like, even I, I hate to say it, I hate to say it, but even some of the pasta we got, yeah. like it didn't, it, the thing, it didn't feel like a lot of care was put into it <laughs> at a lot of the places we went at Il Caratello. They cared so much. Yeah. I love them. We, I, we, oh, I, I would go back there every time they're, food was so good and we got let this, me tell like, you the coffee pasta. in italy is oh delicious. the coffee is bomb coffee I is was, bomb i was pounding two cappuccinos daily people are so nice most beautiful place on earth honestly the only thing the only the only thing that was mid about it which i was shocked by was the food and you know what's yeah. crazy the food in paris was so much better really good the food in paris was so good yeah we were starving oh, by the time we got to paris yeah and and you could get protein in paris too it was so much I was, easier my i was craving protein and i love caesar salad i like it caesar salads probably multiple times a week in in life but um every time i ordered it it was like a cup of mayonnaise they well yeah it and was like I, a cup of mayonnaise and wilted lettuce i get that like caesar salad isn't really their thing because like caesar salad is more of like an american thing but like I I hoped that they would know how to make it. It was so interesting. But truly. every and we went to multiple places and, and Madison you know me, and I'll never say anything. I'll never say anything. And so anytime I got something that was just like not it, not it, or I wouldn't eat it, or it, I would never ever say anything. I would just move things around and be like, Mm-mm-mm, yummy, thank you so oh, much. Here's here's another example. We went to a place in Sardinia, which was it was like a nice restaurant, like big, tons of people there, like pretty fancy um it was like good reviews yeah we went to this place i oh, yeah. got a uh uh pasta with crab and i'm like okay we're on the island like it's local crab this is gonna be good and we also we always ordered things that were like their specialties like chef yeah i was like what's what good they're, for, they're like yeah. oh the crab pasta is very good and so then i ordered the crab pasta and it was like the it was the like shelliest crab. Like there was no like. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You order crab pasta in the U.S., you're gonna get like little chunks of crab, right? Maybe they put some of the legs on the side so you can like crack the like crack the legs. But like, you're gonna get like crab meat in the pasta. Is what I like expect. Maybe that's me like having high expectations. But I assume when I order crab pasta, there's gonna be like crab meat in the pasta. Yeah. I order this pasta, and there is just like, it's just full like intact shell crab like the all they did was like break it in half and then took the two halves of the crab and stuck it in there and there was like barnacles and like seaweed like sea moss and growing the whole, the whole on it thing smelled so it was bad. so bad i was like what is this 
Anyway, long story short, we hit up Texas Roadhouse the day we came home. We did. <laughs> I feel like such. We. I feel we, like such. We catapulted our bodies into Texas Roadhouse. I feel like such an uncultured American. Because no, I really. I mean, you guys know me. Like, we are not uncultured Americans. I grew up overseas. I grew up, you know, in 20 something, 30 something different countries. I still, like, I I've, know. I've lived in European countries. I lived in New Zealand. I know the likelihood of this being true is so low, but I feel like, like, in my 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 gut feeling is that we just got so entirely unlucky with every restaurant and we just managed to dodge every good no restaurant i, I in think Italy. i think everyone is lying i think uh, everyone really? is lying mm-hmm. i just I, because I don't know. when i came home i talked to all my friends and family that have been to italy and i said be so honest with me how was the food and they all said it was okay they all told me yeah. that but we would never say anything online the wine was good but you know the what? wine was awesome but you know what I like when we were at some of these restaurants, I was posting pictures of like the restaurant meals. And you were like, mm, 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 delicious. Mm, mm. Because like you're in Italy. Because that's what you do. <laughs> that's what you do. Um, okay. So anyway, Tuscany was beautiful. Uh, Tuscany was gorgeous. Um, and you know who I saw? I had a celebrity encounter. Oh, I did. had two celebrity encounters on this trip that you guys want to hear about. Um, so in Tuscany, we go to one of the hotel restaurants the first night and we got all dressed up and it's overlooking a vineyard and it was earlier in the night. And so there's only one woman uh, having a cappuccino by herself. It was like 6.30 p.m. And she's sitting alone. She looks so dignified. And she's beautiful. I mean, she is just like... She's we probably, looked over. She's like, wow, she looks so mysterious. Yeah. She's she, just like drinking a cappuccino by herself at sunset. It's I know. Like, she was probably like in her late 60s. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, for but sure. she was absolutely stunning. And I almost wanted to say something. Remember I told you I go, that lady is so beautiful. Yeah. I was like, that woman is so beautiful. Yeah. And but we I, were like, eh, everyone's on their vacation. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't want to disturb her. But usually I would say something if I saw yeah. a stranger I wanted to compliment. And so I didn't say anything thing but then later that night i go elliot i think that woman is a famous actress but i can't put my finger on it and um i was like oh okay cool. the next morning i see her at the continental breakfast in the morning with her husband and i go i think that that woman is emma thompson you know the actress emma thompson she's in uh nanny mcphee matilda cruella beauty and the Beast. she's in a lot of things um she's super well-known um british actress and I was like, that's totally Emma Thompson. But then I go, I should Google the the man she's with, like her partner, and see, see if, if that's the, the same guy. man. And it was. And that was her. And I saw her like three times throughout the, our entire trip there. Yeah, she was staying there for like the whole time we were yeah. at Como. And she was just so beautiful and so distingu- distinguished. And um, I just thought I think was, she was knighted. I think she's Dame Emma Yeah, she's Thompson. Dame Emma Thompson. Yeah. She was knighted. And she went to the royal wedding. She looked very that. regal. Yeah, she was beautiful. Um but yeah, we loved, loved Tuscany. And there was one little tiny town off in the distance. And Elliot oh, asked... the first night we were at dinner and oh, this this restaurant. Okay, even though the food at some of these places may have been mid, the restaurants themselves were beautiful, impeccable. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Gorgeous yeah. restaurants. Great so service. The great, view yeah. of this restaurant was incredible. We were at a table overlooking this vineyard where they grew their own grapes and their own vegetables for the restaurant. And then there was this like little town off in the distance where you can see like this chapel um, of like a monastery yeah. like sticking up. And I was like, what is that town? I asked our, our waitress, I was like, do you know what that town is? And she's like, oh yeah, that's a, uh, what was it? Was it San Gimignano? No, it wasn't San Gimignano. Oh, that I don't was a different town. It was. That's uh, some little name. I don't remember the name. Uh, Bobbianello? Bobbianello. Was it something? Perhaps. 
I forget. But anyways, they're like, oh, that's this town. And I was like, I want to go to And there. Ellie was so fixated I on... I was like, I love that. It looks like such a cute little town. Going to this tiny town, population 50 maybe. Yeah. And so we got in our rental car. We drove there the next day, spent an afternoon there. And it was so quiet. Nothing was, was going on. And they actually nothing. had Italian monks living there. Yeah, it was a monastery, a monastery. with real monks still there. They, yeah. they made... Uh, they they made wine. They mm-hmm. were monks that made wine. Yes. And we and went to the top of the so hill. Cool. Elliot got a glass of wine and we just looked over the countryside. It was so Gorge. peaceful. Um, and then, then after... we went to a little vineyard. Oh, all the little vineyards yeah. in Chianti. Chianti is like one of my favorite types of wine. And so I was really glad we were staying there. But I don't drink so... wine. I didn't have a sip of alcohol on this trip, That's you guys. That's so funny. Yeah, we had to tell some of the waiters that Madison was pregnant. Yeah, because I feel like... Because they were like, oh, you gotta. I feel like it's kind of offensive to go to like a winery oh. somewhere beautiful and you don't get any wine. Yeah. And so... They'd be like, what the heck? So I would just tell them I was pregnant. Yeah. And, and they were always like, like congratulations. congratulations. Yeah. It's a little sober hat gets you out of everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have a sip of alcohol on the trip. I felt so good. Um, and then after Tuscany, we went to Milan. Yeah. Yes. Then we took the train to Milan. Yeah. We went to Milan. We only spent an afternoon there. Yeah. We were in Milan for the afternoon. We also rented a car there um, because um, we were, I was, because tr- we were going to Lake Como and I was trying to. Uh, organize our uh, kind of transportation to Lake Como. And it ended up being kind of difficult um, because we were staying in this town called Menaggio, which um, there's a few main towns on Lake Como. There's Bellagio, um, which is what the Bellagio is named after, which (laughs) they named it after the Bellagio. Can you believe? Um, And there's the town of Como, which are both very popular, um, but they are like very crowded and the hotels there are like really, really expensive. Um, and so we uh, ended up staying in like a smaller town um, that was still super nice. Um, it was kind of more on the northern part of Lake Como um, and it was called Menaggio and there wasn't any like train that went directly to Menaggio. So what we would have to do if we wanted to take the train from Milan, um, we would take a train to Verena and then take a ferry to Menaggio. And that was just like we there the last ferry was at like 6 p.m. and I didn't I was scared we were gonna miss it so we just rented a a car and driving in Lake Como was a little sketchy it was a little the roads around Lake Como like driving out of Milan like getting to the at the tip of Lake Como totally fine it was just like normal driving through a city but once we were in like Lake Como driving around the lake those roads were a little bit tight Um, and everyone wanted to drive so fast too. I would like, I would like slowly squeezing through these like little tight places and people are like honking at me. They're like, go faster. I'm like, I I was almost crying. I am trying my best. So, and, and the thing is too, there's like no places to pull over either because everywhere is like so tight. So I'm just like, I am so sorry. I know you got somewhere to be, but I'm trying my best. So that was a little, that was a little iffy. (laughs) Oh, and like getting to our Airbnb to park was it was like the tightest road I have ever driven through. We had to actually, we had to fold the mirrors in, or else they actually would scrape on both sides. I was absolutely like we had, crying. We had in like two inches of room on each side. Oh, it was crazy. It was. It we was have wild. some car stories for you later, but yeah. Lake Como was absolutely beautiful. Here we stayed in an Airbnb because there's a couple of hotels in Menaggio, but they, um, what what was it about the hotels? Um, they're just really expensive, and also, um. 
I wanted to stay in Airbnb so that we could wash all our clothes. Yes, we needed to wash our clothes at this point because we only packed carry-ons. We didn't bring any checked luggage. Which I honestly recommend. It, Highly recommend like, it. Yeah, we had to rewear like some fits. That's we, fine. But there was a like, lot of um. So yeah, we we wanted to stay in an Airbnb so we could have a washer dryer and wash our clothes, which we yep. did. And it dyed a bunch of Elliot's clothes blue. It did. It but did. But okay. that is so funny. But um, the Airbnb was nice and beautiful. It was like a little apartment. Uh, there was fireworks the first night we were there. That was the craziest oh fireworks show I've ever seen in my it life. It was crazy. So it was a it was a Catholic holiday. Wasn't it Virgin Ma- uh, Mary's birthday or Mary's something like that? Yeah, yeah. It was, and it was. They had an insane fireworks show that we could see from our Airbnb. We had like the perfect view. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Oh yeah, better than all New Year's Fourth of July Disney fireworks. It was yeah, it was crazy. like for twenty minutes. It was so long. Yeah, never ended. And then the awesome. the uh, second day at Lake Como, we rented our own boat and we boated around the lake, and that was so beautiful, oh so much gosh. fun. If you go to Lake Como, you have to rent a boat. Yeah. That is like a requirement. It is so good. Yeah, uh, rented a boat, boated around. Highly recommend boating as much as you possibly can in Italy. Don't boating, be, and bo- don't be afraid of renting boats. A lot of people I talk to are so afraid of renting boats yeah. um, and driving them themselves and everything. But if you rent them for little boat rental places, you know, they teach Super you easy. how to, like, if you don't know how, they will teach you how. And yep. usually they'll help with fenders and docking and tying up and getting gas and all that sort of stuff. It was stuff. all so easy. Don't be afraid of boating at all. Because those were the best days we had in Italy were the days that we were boating. A million percent. Because everywhere, yeah. Like, going to Capri was... Gorgeous. And while we were in Lake Como, we saw that you could easily drive to Switzerland. You could easily drive to Lugano, Switzerland. So we did that one afternoon. Yeah. The town we were in, Menaggio, is actually the town that's closest to Lake Garda. um, And, uh, or was it Lake Garda? No, it was Lake Lugano. Lugano. And and Lugano, Switzerland. Um, And so it was just through this little valley, just across the border um, into Switzerland. It was like a 40 minute drive-ish. I want to go to Lugano around oh. Christmas time. Apparently, it's a beautiful it Christmas gorgeous. town. Like, um, honestly, if we went back to like the Lake Como area, I would probably just stay in Lugano. Yes. It was so nice. You could rent the little pedal boats. And we sat outside and got lunch at a nice little restaurant and walked around the little stores. Got, got gelato also, you guys. Um, the gelato in Italy is bomb. Oh, the like, gelato will, is bomb. I will Especially say Especially if you get the homemade gelato. Yeah. You gotta. I know I wasn't like a huge fan of the food over there, but let me just tell you, the little treats, the little pastries, the cappuccinos and the gelato, 10 out of 10. Oh. Absolutely Everything bomb. with sugar in it, they kill. They yeah, crush yeah, 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 it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good. Yeah, I was like totally off my diet and huh? for good reason. It was the yummiest gelato. You don't want the gelato that's like filled with stuff that's really flashy. You want the gelato that's in those stainless steel tanks. Yeah, you want, if you can't see the gelato, it's the best. It's good gelato. You don't want the gelato where it has like stuff on top. So Elliot and I were no. really seeking out good yeah. gelato. So and anytime, we anytime we saw a big line at the tourist trap places and it's filled with candy and fruit and everything on not top, it. we were like, not the one. You got to look for the little places where it is covered in the stainless steel tanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so after we went to Lake Lugano and Lake Como, then we, where do we go after that? We went uh, back to Milan and then we went to the Dolomites. <gasps> Oh my gosh, you guys, this was the part of the trip that I wish that we had stayed longer, oh, actually. I would I would just stay there for a whole trip. And the craziest thing is I actually thought Goated. that this would be maybe my least favorite part of the trip because I had never heard of the Dolomites. No one had ever talked to me about the Dolomites. Bro. Um, underrated. 
so good. underrated. That it's, was the best part of the trip. Yeah, it actually was. Brixen, Italy. It's in Brixen, Italy. It borders yeah. Austria, correct? Uh, it's n- right it's near, near Austria. Austria. So most people speak. It's it's culturally Austrian. Yeah. Then. So it's still part of Italy, but everyone speaks German, and all the food is like Austrian German food. Yeah. Um, and it was so funny because everyone's accents were entirely different. We got off the train there and Elliot had booked this hotel called Forestus. That was a beautiful hotel. We should oh. actually have Mia insert pictures here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can send Mia some pictures. But um, Forestus was a beautiful hotel where it was nestled in the mountains and you had all those mountain views and we rented the bikes and biked up the Alps. Oh, my God. That was. That's got to be one of the best hotels in the world. That was one of the best oh things my in my gosh. life. Forestus is Oh, such a good hotel. Yeah, Oh, my gosh. Um, The food of Forestus was really, really good. They had an in-house restaurant that did amazing breakfast. That food actually... And it was was like Austrian food. Yeah. And it was really good. I like Austrian food. Yeah. Probably more than... The room was so cozy and beautiful uh, and the first night it was raining oh and gosh. so you had the view of all the mountains and it was moody and it was lightning it was gorgeous Elliot and I were just soaking in the view and they had beautiful pools like indoor outdoor pools and they had like about what fit 20 variations of saunas oh they had one two three four five six saunas yeah they had six saunas and they were all like different temperatures they had some of them were like scented they had like a cold plunge Oh my gosh, the spa there. And the thing too, everyone staying at the hotel use the spa every day. Like mm-hmm. a lot of hotels, like you have to book services in order to use a spa. But for Restus, nah, they are goaded. You can use the entire spa every day. So nice. Yeah. Oh, I got a little pedicure. Um, cause I don't like massages or anything. Oh yeah. But I got and a the massages, pedicure. guess the massage. Okay. If you've been to like a resort and you've ever booked a massage before, they're like ridiculously expensive. They're like two, three, four hundred $400. Yeah. Ridiculous. The massages at freaking Forestus hundred bucks hundred bucks i think you got two of them i did get two um, of them because they these, were so cheap they had these beautiful pods next to the pool where you could just snuggle up in your bathrobe so and you good. got this yummy floral tea and you just got to sit there and watch the mountains and that's where i would respond to dm oh no oh we're back are we am i back did you unplug that yeah. i think you unplugged yeah. it um, and that's where I would respond to like my Facebook group and respond to DMs because it was just so cozy and I just got to like get my work done there. Oh I could not get enough of that view. And then the next day gorgeous. the hotel had e-bikes for rent, which were also pretty affordable. They and were so, so cheap. We Everything rented, at Forestus was like so affordable. It actually like, was. The restaurant was affordable, mm-hmm. like like relatively. Like we're spending a lot of money for the room, but then like all the other stuff, like I hate it when you go to a resort and then it's like, okay, you pay for the room and then all the restaurants and like all the things to do are like crazy expensive. It's like, okay, I'm already paying to be here. Why are you like ripping me off with your freaking restaurants and everything? Forestus, Not Forestus. Forestus was, uh, the room was obviously the a The e-bikes were the cheapest e-bikes of anywhere that we went. In Italy. And I had never e-biked before. Oh, and so um, they are so much fun because when you're biking for that long uphill, um, it was so nice to have that little tiny power pack that was like, meow. Um, and it was really, really fun. I was fighting for my life on the way up because I didn't realize <laughs> that my bike was actually in the highest gear. And Madison so I was pedaling worked. for, well, no, I didn't know the e-bikes had gears and I was pedaling for, cause I thought it was just the, the power. <laughs> I kept telling you to turn your gear down. What did you think I was saying? I don't know, but I was just <laughs> pedaling. like, for, shut up. I'm I was, struggling. I was pedaling for my life. I was just enjoying struggling. 
And then after about an hour, I was like, Elliot, can you please demonstrate for me how to? Because like, I was like, down? I'm not breathing hard at all. I'm just like, oh, this is nice. This yeah, is great. and then Matt's like fighting for our life. I'm like, we are clearly doing something <laughs> very different. So then after I learned how to turn those gears down, oh my gosh, you it's guys! So nice. Oh, I was cruising. Easy. I was cruising for like three more hours, and we got to the top, uh, and it was just this beautiful. Oh, it okay. So in the Dolomites, there's this thing where they have refugios, mm-hmm. and it's like these Airbnb. Or it's like these bed and breakfasts that are at the top of the mountain like the very tippy top of the mountain and they have uh restaurants and then you can stay there and so a lot of people will like hike the dolomites and they'll hike from like one refugio to the next and they'll like stay overnight in them but uh we biked up to the top of it of this mountain it was a ski resort it was called the uh, plaza uh like p-l-o-s-e and um they had a refugio at the top and it had these like barbecue spare ribs that we got oh they were so good Tell yeah, those, those were super good. Um, and we hadn't had meat in so long. And so we were so like protein deprived. Oh my and gosh. so the second we got to the, the restaurant at the top of the Alps, they, we saw that their thing on the menu was their spare ribs and everyone was ordering them. And so, oh my gosh, we were absolutely ravenous. We destroyed these spare ribs. And then we had a beautiful yeah. bike down. Um, we were listening to Noah Kahan's new album on the bike ride up and my soul like levitated from my body. Like I felt so at peace. There were sheep, there were donkeys, there were goats. It was beautiful. Um, and so we just soaked up every second at Forestus that we possibly could. So good. And then we had to leave Forestus and we took the train to Verona. Verona. And then we flew to Sardinia. And then we spent the last week in Sardinia. And a lot of Europeans uh, vacation in Sardinia. So we were the only Americans that I saw there. But we yeah. got there. We rented a car. And do I have permission to tell your car story? <laughs> yeah. I really think the this is going to be so funny. I have to tell you guys Elliot's car story. So we rented a Fiat because that's what fits on the roads. And um, it, they drive manual over there. And all the cars that you could get at. The only car we could get the only from the rental place was, was a, manual. a manual Fiat. And so we're leaving the rental car lot and Elliot is actively teaching himself how to drive manual while we're like, I was, I, I never drove a manual before. I was watching YouTube videos before we left, like how to drive. Manual. I was scared for like, my life. I knew like the fundamentals. Like I, I knew that like, okay, there's the clutch. You got to push the clutch in. You got to like go into the gear. Then you got to let off the clutch. But we get but in the like, car and I go, I didn't know any of the specifics. I go, Where's the perndle? And Elliot's like, there is no perndle girl. Yeah. So I, uh, figured it out. And we managed to get out of the uh, rental car parking lot. I only stalled like twice. Um, and every time the car clunked, I was oh, just... Oh, every time it stalled, it would just be... And Madison's like, you broke it. And I I'm saw like, my no, life flash before no, my eyes. it's okay. But then we get to this really, really sharp turn. Oh, okay. So after we got out of town, we got out of town fine. Like once we were going, I was okay shifting. Because it's like, clutch it, you shift, you're good. But then... We got out of town and then there was this like tight U-turn we had to do. And I was like, okay. So I like downshift. I'm in like the second gear and I'm like, okay, we're turning around. But then we couldn't make the turn all the way. So I had to like stop, go backwards. And it's like down, it's like, it's uphill. So I like go backwards and we just roll downhill. And then I try to go into first gear and I try to start going up this hill. But every time I left, let off of the, the clutch, it stalled out because I wasn't giving it enough gas. And I was like trying to let off the brake while giving it gas. And I just, I never done it before. So I was so bad at it. And so then I'm like taking up both lanes on this road, trying to get up this hill. I keep stalling the car out. The car will not go uphill and it is clunking back. 
back and forth. And like and every I, time I tried to start going, I would like let off the brake and then we would start rolling backwards. And then a Maserati pulls up directly behind us. So now I'm like even more scared because I'm like, I can't roll into this Maserati. And I'm holding up traffic both directions because I'm in like the middle of the road. A police car coming the other way is like stuck in the traffic. That there I'm is like a line of cars <laughs> behind so us bad. and on the other side of us. And people are honking and yelling in Italian. No one speaks English. And um, Elliot is so sweet. He rolls down his window and he looks at everyone. And he goes, I am learning. I am learning. And I could see him visibly start to shake and panic. And then I start to panic. And I am just streaming tears, you guys. And also that clunking noise makes me think that we have oh, hit the Maserati. Yeah, so I thought I, we hit the Maserati. Yeah, so we both think that we're like just like, constantly oh, no. rolling back into this Maserati car. <laughs> just over and over Yes, again. and finally the man gets out of the Maserati. And I was like, oh, he's going to yell at me because I hit his car. Yes, and he comes and we didn't hit his car. We were just rolling and, and clunking. But um, he comes up and he offered to He, I was like, Elliot. I am so sorry. He's like, it's okay. I'm like, it's my first time. And he's like, oh, that's okay. You want me to drive you up the road? And I was like, yes, please. I know. So he took, he took the keys and he drove the car. We got out of the car and he just drove for us and figured it he out. He drove up to like the flat part in the road and like pulled off and then. So then we got back in the car and Madison was like sobbing this entire Absolutely time. She was like weeping. hyperventilating. Was. This was the second time she had a panic attack yeah. on, this, on the trip. And um, and so then we like get back in the car and uh, we both calmed down. And then eventually like when there's no cars either direction, we like start going again. And then honestly, after that, over the next few days, I figured out how to drive manual. Now I'm a pro. Yeah, I can drive manual whenever now. Easy. Ain't no you, thing. you got a manual car. I'll drive it. So yeah, we spent a week in Sardinia and we rented another boat. It was like a dinghy type boat. And that was super beautiful because we were just able to, yeah, there's great. not a whole lot to do in Sardinia, but there is beautiful ocean, beautiful waters, definitely somewhere to go if you like, you know, charter a boat or something like yeah, that. Yeah. The boating was the best part about Sardinia. It um, really was. Yeah. We stayed in Sardinia a little long because I was like, maybe it's like the end of our trip. We'll just chill out. But um, there really wasn't a whole lot to do. And also the resort we were staying at in Sardinia. This is the only resort I would not recommend. Yeah. It was, um, first of all, we uh, stayed at the resort with I points. recommend everywhere except for this place. I recommend everywhere we so, went on the trip. This was, this resort was like a Hyatt resort. It was like, um, so Hyatt owns this like boutique hotels like group. Um, and so it was like one of these boutique hotels part of like uh, Hyatt. And so I could book it with Hyatt points. And we have like, um, oh, our yeah, we business, did there, we did stay there for free. Yeah. So our business credit card is like chase and we can transfer the chase points to Hyatt. And so I booked it all with points, didn't pay any money. I was like, this is awesome. We'll stay here for free. And so then we get there and, um, this place, this was one of the places like what I was talking about before where they just rip you off they with rip you everything off. there. Like all the restaurants were so expensive. Every time we went to a restaurant there, we would get lunch. We would get like two things. It was always over $100. I ordered an iced tea and it was like $20. It was it was ridiculous. They charged us, get this, $16 for a bottle of water. Water. $16. Yeah. The, whole place, Insane. the whole place was a ripoff. whole place um, was a ripoff. The, but we did. Se okay, this place, Seven Pines. Seven <laughs> Pines. I got beef with you also <laughs> also one of the days i was like hey could we get a an iron um oh, for, yeah. to iron our stuff they sent us an iron that like the tip of it was broken and i didn't notice till after i started ironing ironing madison's dress and then it started like uh shredding it, it. started like shredding madison's dress because there's this like sharp razor on the front of the iron and i'm like 
Honestly, <clears throat> honestly, it was the little things, but it was I, the little thing. I hate this it was, resort. Okay, it I was terrible. It was like okay, it was a very nice resort, but like they put. They put my clothes in the bidet when they were like oh, wait, cleaning wait, 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 the bathroom. Every time housekeeping came, they would take all of your clothes and they would put them in the toilet. Like, who does that? Who does that? I can't make this up. This would, place was the no, worst. They would put them in the bidet every single time. What the f? Yeah. People got poop in there. Yeah. What the f? The whole oh. the whole place like things were very very off. And then the room was also oh, tiny. Wait, can I? Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm I'm airing out all okay. their dirty. Laundry. Don't say anymore. I want to say the rest. Right. Okay, this resort. It, I mean, it was fine. Like we said, we got it for free, and all we really did was go boating and swimming. Okay, and yeah. Like, so we cannot complain too much because no. we did not pay. But I mean, points count as like I could have paid for something else. With yeah, points. they do. So like, um, it was so funny. The whole reason we were able to stay there for free was because of how many. Uh, it was the Facebook ads. It was because of the Facebook ads. Yeah, because we get triple points for every dollar yeah. we spend on Facebook ads. Um. So there was a restaurant at this resort and it was on the beach and we, we went there and there was not a lot of options. So we went there twice and we go there the first night and people started coming in and it was very, very interesting, interesting people. And there would be like one man, three women, like every other couple, or it would be like a lot of groups of one guy and multiple women, like five women, one guy. The first time I'm like, okay, it's probably like, his mom and his But they look like they wife. knew something. They all looked like they knew something. They were all like dressed weird. to the And nines. then we would like look at them more. And then it looked like like all three of them were on like a first date. Like the way yeah. they were talking. And it was like, this is weird. And then we went there a second night. And I was like, I was standing right at the entrance. I was sitting right at the entrance so I could see everyone that walked in. And everyone that walked in, first of all, the men were always in suits. Very nice yeah, suits. And I'm like, very fancy. this is like a beach club. Like you're getting chips and salsa, bro. Like you do not need to be in a suit right now. It's 100 degrees. Yeah. And the women were all carrying Birkins. And yeah, like Birkins, they were. Dior bags, and the women like, looked like they were all kind of trying to like impress each other as well. Yeah, and the, the groups were like talking to each other. And it, it was weird. very just off. And then I did a little recon later and this particular area and it was like a it was like a swingers place <laughs> so yeah so they did know something that we didn't they did yeah but but you can't fool me you can't get past me like nah, i'm such a researcher weird. if i even like suspect i'm also i'm, I'm like, such this is suspicious i low-key love a conspiracy that doesn't it hurt anyone like i love an innocent little conspiracy where it's just like you know something's up and you got to look yeah. into it and it was i looked it up and it was yeah. like that exact location was on the low low that was where they go. Wow. But also what was weird is there was a lot of families there too. Well, mm, there there was. Yeah. More than any of the other hotels we they stayed at. They were also a little weird. <laughs> I don't know. They did weird. they did have full-time childcare. It was a lot. I don't know. I don't but know. I don't know. Who are we, we to judge? We did see who? We, who are, who are we, to, we judge? to judge? Who are we to judge? Who are we to judge? But we did see a little girl who walked in with a uh tiny tiny poodle inside of a Dior bag. Like that a live poodle inside of a Dior and bag. a real Dior bag so hilarious she was like seven she was seven she was seven years old the carrying... whole thing felt like a fever dream to me I it was like did. and it... also I'm wearing like oh okay the other thing oh yeah what are you wearing I am wearing like the most casual yeah because we're on the beach of... yeah we're Elliot beach. Elliot and I were, were like chilling. basically wearing our board shorts like our hair yeah. was still wet from the beach okay also I have another bone to pick with this freaking resort because the first day we went so we went to the cone club twice because we were at the oh you said the like name six... yeah it's called the Cone Club. Yeah, we're like <laughs> Cone Club, more like the Bone Club. Okay, stop. <laughs> um, it was. People, so were getting, we went, people were getting freaky there. We went there twice because um, we were at this hotel for like six days. Yeah. And um, 
the first night we get this like uh, porchetta. So it's like pork. It's like crispy like skin and then they give us this uh gnocchi on the side and the gnocchi had like this orange red sauce it was like pretty good yeah and i was like oh this gnocchi is great so the next night that and we so go the there, next we, time we, we order it again we ordered the same thing it was something safe on the menu yeah because we're like okay we know this is pretty good we'll order this because the other stuff on the menu was weird yeah um and so we ordered this again they bring out the gnocchi it is butter noodles it is butter and salt and pepper on gnocchi and i was like this is much less good than it was the first and night. And so Elliot is so sweet. He he was. I like, was like, "Hey, um, I just want to make sure that I got this right. Uh, I was pretty sure the first night, like we we came here. This is like the second time we came here. I, did does this usually have like a sauce on it? The the gnocchi, which of course it did. But the woman goes, and "No." She said, "No, that doesn't have a sauce. You're thinking of this other thing." And I was like. Oh, uh, thank you. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. For anyway, sure, I was thinking about that. There the really other are yeah, no yeah, more yeah. stories from I was like, Sardinia. the fact that they gaslit me they did gaslit about the you. freaking gnocchi. What? The, who does that? It, I, who guys, I have does never, that? The people that, that were place at is this a resort, fever dream. That people that were at this resort were, it was Not such a it. fever dream. They were all yeah. like um, video game characters. They were all, it. The, the people who I think go to Seven Pines in Sardinia. Okay, that is are, very specific. Are rich people rich europeans with terrible taste that yeah, is their demographic it was very they all had such bad taste they were all like a little rude and a little snooty it was so and, many like full like gucci top gucci shorts with like bright patterns like that sort of stuff where it's like you walked into the gucci store and you're like oh that give me that full fit that that mannequin's wearing i'm gonna wear this to my family vacation i'm gonna wear this on my family vacation which to each their own but i mean sure it was it was a very i honestly the whole place gave me very strange vibes it was very weird and i didn't i didn't feel very comfortable there and then after that we went to my favorite part of the entire trip oh. which was when we flew out of sardinia and we went to paris, paris? and i had the most magical time i was maddie in paris truly wanna, it truly was do you want to tell them where we stayed in paris we did stay at the ritz in paris and um it was perhaps you've heard of it it has been a dream of mine to go to paris ever since i was a little girl i talked about that on my instagram um and we only stayed in paris for two nights one full day so we did it very very um we, we did everything we wanted to do you know um we did so we we, we got a car straight from the airport to the Ritz and we had the most beautiful tour of the hotel and that was I mean the Ritz oh. is a once in a lifetime you have to splurge and stay there I am I want to come back with like my future daughter one day and like take mm. her to high tea because it was just so historical and special and beautiful and they really make you feel special there and we stayed in the same wing that Coco Chanel lived in for like 33 years um, and all Crazy. the rooms are so historic and oh, so stunning very my vibe very my aesthetic and uh we walked in and we got a concierge tour by this man named ian and he gave us the full tour i think like a way bigger tour than he even usually gives and um oh, he was so nice i took, love that guy he took us into this beautiful ballroom and i immediately started crying i was so overwhelmed with just how beautiful it was i don't think ian has ever had anyone cry on a tour before um and then he took us up to our room and it was so pink and there were chandeliers and a fireplace and i just wanted to live there i was like take all my money i will be able to comfortably live here for the next 12 days um, if you took all of my money. Um, and so that night he got us into reservations at like the restaurant, uh, pub downstairs, Bar Verdome. And we got a little dinner there and the food was bomb. The food was so The bomb. food was bomb. I got a hamburger girl. I was eating a hamburger oh, at the Ritz. She got the Ritz burger. I did. It was great. Um, it was 
was just so beautiful and so special. And then also that night I had another celebrity encounter that a lot of you were curious about. And I will share it now. Yeah. Um, Cause he's not there anymore. Yeah. I didn't want to share it publicly on my Instagram. When you have a celebrity encounter, I feel like, you know, a lot of celebrities, they want privacy. And so I didn't want to share it. Especially if someone's like somewhere random where there's like, people don't know they're there. Yeah. It's not like they're having a concert or yeah. anything. Um, and so I, I've waited like, you know, probably two weeks when this co- comes out. So they're not there anymore. But, um, I was walking through this narrow hallway that night and it was midnight at the Ritz. So the Ritz is pretty much empty. And I was walking down this long, narrow hallway and I didn't think anyone else was there. And there was a sharp corner turn and a big man runs into me and it's like, Oh, sorry. And I'm just kind of like, we hit shoulders and it was Bo Burnham. And he is so tall. He's so tall. He is. And he kept walking down the hallway. And all I said was like, oh, you're good. Like, don't worry. You're fine. And then he kept walking down the hallway. And they were mobbing down the hallway. Yeah. Maybe they were catching a flight or something. Yeah, maybe. Yes. But I did see Bo Burnham. And then, and he was staying in our, in our wing of the hotel. And, uh, the next day we, I wanted to do shopping and I wanted to see the Eiffel Tower and I wanted to get afternoon tea. That was my itinerary. So first thing we did, we woke up bright and early and we went to Galleries Lafayette, which is that beautiful, famous department store in Paris. It was was about a 10 minute walk and I didn't even need a map. You guys, I feel like I was just no, literally I, we were walking and then Madison was like, Oh, this way. And I was like, how do you know? I was like, wait, what do you mean? I was like looking at the map. I'm like, no, we got to go this way. And then I look at the map again. I'm like, wait a second. You're you right. right. Yeah. No, I just like my spidey senses. I was just born to be in Paris. Yeah. I was born to be there. And um, so we walked to Galleries Lafayette and we walked every single um, level of that beautiful department store. It was, nice. it was beautiful. And um, I didn't, a lot of people were asking like, oh, did you buy yourself a nice bag or anything? And I did not on this trip. Um, but I bought myself some little ballet flat heels for LashCon. They're very cute. And then we went to the roof of the Galleries Lafayette. You could see the Eiffel Tower. You can see all the monuments. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Um, And then we headed back to the Ritz for afternoon tea. And again, you could not get a tea time at the Ritz for two months. No, we were looking. Madison was looking ahead of time and she's like, oh, I just want to do tea at the Ritz so bad. And then she was looking and it's like, we do not have any availability for the next two months. And And Madison was like, oh no. And then we're checking in and I ask Ian, I'm like, hey Ian, is there any way we could do the afternoon tea and he was like today oh no problem i'll fit you right so in ian fit us right in it Ian's was the so goat. nice they give you all the little cakes and pastries and the hot chocolate and i got a jasmine tea it oh, was the best i've ever had in my so life good. i know and they gave us some tea to take home that i gave to my clients and yeah what the heck i know so i've been giving everyone the little bits of tea and then that night um i wanted to see the eiffel tower sparkle and so that night we um went to dinner and we asked Ian where we could get a reservation. And no, I was, I ran into Ian. Yes. You ran into just Ian. randomly in the hallway. And he was like, what are you doing today? And I said, Oh, well we're doing the tea time that you booked. And then, uh, I'm not sure what we're doing for dinner. And then Ian was like, shh, I know where you're going for dinner. I was like, Oh, Ian, where, where are we going? Are we going? And he's like, you're going to Phuket's. He's like, I used to work there and I know everyone there. They will treat you like royalty. And Phuket's I was like, Phuket's was a beautiful was restaurant. So nice. It was 10 minutes from the Eiffel tower. And it was on the, uh, Champs d'Elysée. Champs d'Elysée. And we, uh, asked if we could get a, are. we asked if we could get a taxi cab to Phuket's. I called him like 20 minutes before dinner. I was like, Hey, can we get a taxi to Phuket's? And they were like, oh, yeah, sure. I just called like the Ritz concierge. So when we go They're down like, sure, no to get our taxi, they I was had. Like, oh, our taxi's not here. Um, Hey, uh, did a taxi come for us? Did we miss it? And then they're like, oh, no, this is your car. And then I was like, 
uh we did not this, order this this is a this is a Maybach and they were like oh yeah it's a gift from the Ritz have fun Ian got us a free complimentary <gasps> a ride a free Maybach and Bro. it was so nice we got to this restaurant so nice uh, it was the nicest car I've ever been Ian, in in my like, life Ian called them and told them like oh they're friends with Ian and so they gave us like special dessert oh my and, gosh they were so nice and then so we nice. quickly got a cab over to the Eiffel Tower at 10 ish 10 p.m and we saw it sparkle right in time and um i was talking to this one girl we got a bunch of pictures of each other and it's just so funny to me how people like i I saw so many people taking pictures of each other in front Mm -hmm. of the eiffel tower while Mm -hmm. it was sparkling and it's you know what grinds my gears you guys when men take photos of their wives like when wives will be like um oh hey honey can you take a picture of me and the man just doesn't even care and there's like no flash, no angles. Like she just looks like a rectangle standing there. He doesn't pose her. He doesn't fix her hair. Like that just peeves me off. Like I just feel like mm-hmm. I just feel like if you ask someone to take your photo, like yeah, they should crush it. They should crush it. If someone asks me to take their photo, oh. I am taking the best photo. I want this to be their Facebook profile picture. Like that's my goal. Um, and so this girl was like, "Oh, can you take my photo?" I go take photos of her, and um, oh my gosh, I was taking the best photos she's ever taken. Cause I saw her background and her photo album and everything and they were just mm. not it. This so it. I got all of her angles, got all of the Eiffel towers, beautiful. And she took some photos of us. Um, and I, they're my favorite photos. It's literally my background. I love it so much. Um, and then that was it. And then we got back to the hotel and the next morning we flew home and it was the like best trip of my entire life. And we took the pods back. We took the pods oh, it back. Was so good. The flight flew by. <laughs> <laughs> it really did it it flew by it was like i have never been on an eight hour flight that felt so short like it makes such a difference like okay yeah obviously it's like they cost twice as much as like a regular ticket but it's like those oh, were worth it this was kind of like our honeymoon redo um because we had such a beautiful honeymoon we went to bali for a month when we got married but we were so young and so we did a lot of it on the cheap um and so this was such a treat to really be able to like have those experiences and like take the private tours and take the nicer flights and stay at nicer places like that was and rent boats the boats were the best we couldn't rent boats when we were when we were young no and we really wanted to do a trip like this like when we were at a place where our business was so stable and we don't have children yet and we don't have pets right now and i mean we we're still renting our home like we it was just the time in our life to take this trip and i would just encourage you like if you are young and you you know you work hard have and you love to travel like plan to take the trip you know there's never going to be a perfect time and um for us i just said okay august 2023 let's do it let's book it and that was like what a year ago mm-hmm. yeah so make the plan even if it's a solo trip even if it's with your girlfriends whatever like travel is so valuable and it's something that you can just it's it's irreplaceable so it was it was such a dream come true so highly recommend having an Italian summer vacation with yes. your bestie. And to polish off this trip, um, it was our bestie Mariah's birthday right when we came home. And so we had an Italian themed summer dinner party for her a couple so days cute. ago. And that just like wrapped a bow around it because we were able to see all of our friends have them over and have a nice spread of, you know, Italian food and just tell everyone about our trip and catch up with everyone. So now I feel like we are finally home and like ready to get back to work. 
Ready. That's what we're doing right now, baby. Grinding. And now for we're you. grinding for you. So thank you so much for listening. Um, we'll have our itinerary in the description as well. Or will we? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put everywhere we stayed in the description. Okay, cute. Yeah, just That'll so they can remember. Yeah, make it easy. Thanks tell for, them. Tell them. Lash two brain cells. Tell sent them. Lash two brain cells. For eighty-two percent off. Literally, how funny would that be if they show up to the Ritz Carlton? <laughs> They're like, in Paris. hello, I would like eighty percent off, please. Lash two brain cells sent me. <laughs> I got a coupon. <laughs> I got a coupon. <laughs> we love you guys. Until next time. Ciao. Smooches. <laughs>